0: everybody. Welcome to CSO Radio, the career services podcast at Marymount Manhattan College. I'm your host, Paul Maniaci, and this is episode four. Today's episode is called Ask an Alum, and we have with us Sarah Viegas, a graduate from 2016. Sarah received a Bachelor of Arts in Speech-Language Pathology and is currently a graduate student at Teachers College, part of Columbia University. We chatted about making the adjustment to graduate school and how Marymount prepared her. As a student at Marymount, Sarah also spent four years working in career services. When did you decide that you were going to go to to graduate school? At what point, here at Marymount, did you decide that that was going to happen? Was that as soon as you decided that you were going to study speech path?
1: Yeah, for the most part, because um, with speech pathology, you essentially need your master's in order to work. Mm -hmm. So from the get go, I was like, all right, like if I'm going to do this, then I have to do it, you know, all the way. So, um, and I feel like Mary Matt always put a big emphasis, which is good. They always put a big emphasis on, like, you know, if this is what you want to do, you have to start preparing for grad school, preparing for grad school, you know, create your portfolio, um, save, you know, work that you're proud of, stuff like that, so that way mm-hmm. it's easier for you to kind of transition. So, since the beginning, I kind of was, like, mentally prepared that I had to do it. Did you
0: decide that you wanted to study s- speech path? I, uh,
1: when I was in high school, I wanted, to, I loved kids, and I wanted to work with kids, and I wanted to teach kids, and, um, and so, it was so funny, because I always, like I said, I wanted to be a teacher, but, you know, my parents were like, you know, it's kind of hard, you know, being a teacher, and, um, you know, have you ever thought of this? You know, have you ever thought of speech pathology? And I didn't really know that much about it. Nobody in my family had ever had to go through speech therapy. I didn't really know what that was. Um, and so luckily I really, the funny story is I only applied to Marymount because they, uh, they had a great program that, cause we went to visit it and, um, you know, I fell in love with like the hands-on experience mm-hmm. that you get like your last year. So I really only applied to Marymount for speech, and that was it. It was everything that, like, I always wanted to do, but it finally, like, had a name. You know what I mean? Sure. Marymount classifies itself as, like, a small school and, like, one-to-one. And I think that's very true. And I think even more so for the speech program here, it's, like, literally almost one-to-one. And the professors just, like... They love teaching. Like they love teaching, and they love you, and they love that like you're learning and that you're succeeding. And I love the small size. The second decision was that like helped me make my decision. I mean, was um, the hands on experience that you get because it's so it's a three year program. Um, you still have to do four years of you know college and everything, obviously, but um, the program for speech itself is three years. You have two years of like heavy like academic work. And then you're like in the third year, your junior or your senior year, depending how you space it out, um, you, you have like clinical work. Mm-hmm. So, like, you kind of go and you can either work upstairs in the clinic or you can, like, you know, observe at a different placement, you know what I mean? So, I was afforded the opportunity to go observe and work with a speech pathologist, and that was like life changing, eye opening, amazing. Um, it was great. Even through that opportunity, I was able to, like, Volunteer as a paraprofessional in one of the schools. So, like, mm-hmm. you really get your hands dirty, and you're like, okay, is this what I want to do the rest of my life? Right. And it's, you it's just You get to try really, it out. You get to try it out, which I don't think a lot of colleges, or at least a lot of programs in speech let you do that. It's more like, okay, like, you're going to do this in grad school, you'll do this mm-hmm. in grad school. But it's like I got a taste of that before I, like, went to grad school. So, no. actually, that helped me in grad school because I kind of had a one-up on, in some situations, like, I knew a lot about, like, how IEPs worked, and I knew a lot about, like, how school systems worked. I knew, you know what I mean? I knew more about, like, the field itself than, like, maybe somebody just coming from another program. So that was, so that was really great. I, um, yeah. Can,
0: can you explain to us, uh, myself included, a little bit about, like, uh, a dummy's guide to, to speech path?
1: Uh, speech pathologists help, um, help people communicate, more effectively whether it's like through articulation therapy Mm -hmm. whether it's through language therapy whether it's um you know swallowing therapy aphasia therapy or people who've had like you know um like brain injuries that Mm -hmm. they lose the ability to speak which is very common very often so um you can kind of help rehabilitate those people you can kind of advocate we're also advocates for like you know you know what's right and what's wrong like does this is this person diagnosed correctly is this person not diagnosed no. correctly so it's yeah it's it's great it's like after superheroes it's us you know <laughs> but it's great i love it i i love learning about it and i love like doing the work and i can tell you know and it's just so amazing and not even for us like it's just so amazing to see like what people are like capable of you mm. know what i mean like it always right. like just like makes me so amazed to see like these kids like just how remarkable they are like how incredible they are how smart they are and you know
0: they just need a little bit of support
1: they just need a little bit of support and i don't even like to take the credit because it's them they do it they do the work they're the one pushing themselves Mm -hmm. i'm just there to kind of like show them that they can
0: sarah talks about the importance of being able to communicate
1: we take it for granted. We take our communication abilities completely for granted because we're able to do it so easily. And it's so Mm -hmm. easy to go home and talk to your wife, talk to your husband, to your kid, then tell you, okay, I love you. Good night. And it's, it's so easy to take it for granted because, you know, we don't think about it. But like, when you don't have that, when you don't have the ability to communicate with a loved one, with a friend, then it's really hard. It's really hard to like, you know, Understand, like, what, what can I do to, I just want to, I just want to communicate with them. I just want them to tell me something. So it's amazing to see, like, that, that is possible. You know, you just need somebody who's, like, there, who's going to, like, advocate for the kid, who's going to tell them they can do it. And, um, and so that's, that's, I think the, that's the hardest part, but I think it's the best part.
0: Sarah talks about the differences between undergraduate and graduate school.
1: That was challenging, because, like, especially coming from Marymount, where, I mean, Marymount doesn't hold your hand, but it is very, like, community setting, you know what I mean? So it's, like, people know what's going on, especially in in our program, you know. It was very, like, informative. People, like, knew, you know. Um, So sometimes it's a little bit difficult because I'm in a program now where it's a bigger program. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of hard to communicate with, you know, that many students. But um, that was tough. And also it was tough because um, it's a lot of material, You know what I mean? It's, like, you spend, in college, like, in undergrad at Marymount, you got, like, the appetizer of what speech pathology is. And now it's, like, okay, like, you need to know what this is. And, like, you need to know it well because you're going to be treating people. You're going to be treating loved ones. You're going to be treating adults. You're going to be treating kids who have swallowing issues, who have, you know, syndromes, who have brain injuries. You know, so it's important. You know what I mean? Like, it's more, you you feel the weight more. Like, you feel more responsible for the information, which is... Stressful.
0: And you're half you're halfway done. Halfway so. done.
1: So the first year is mostly like academic classes, and the second year is still academic classes, but it's more heavily focused on um, like your clinical placements. Okay. So you know you still take classes in the fall, and you can still take classes in the spring, but it's more throughout. Like your that, is that
0: your field work?
1: hmm Yeah. So that's that would be your field. Excuse me, your field work. Um, so you have a placement usually in the summer, mm-hmm. in the fall, and the spring and then hopefully you'll have enough hours to graduate, so. Wow. Yeah. What
0: what happens then?
1: I don't know. We'll cross that bridge when we get to <laughs> it.
0: Sarah gives good advice on how to cope with the stresses of, of school and life, really.
1: Like, it's okay to feel like you fail sometimes. Like, it's okay to feel like you don't have it all together all the time. Like, for me especially, like, you know, things usually worked out, you know what I mean? Like okay like yeah it was fine you know but there were times in grad school where i literally was like i don't know if this is going to work out Mm -hmm. and then you know it was fine you know i did what was asked of me i studied and it was hard it was like the hardest thing i've ever had to do but um but it was tough but you know i think it's just like it's okay to feel like you don't have it all together
0: if anyone's interested in learning more about graduate programs or the process stop by carson 106 thanks for listening everybody Till next time. Bye.
1: Bye.
0: Today's episode is brought to you by Summer Breezes, Lemonade, and Chocolate Chip Cookies. Music courtesy of Ben Sound. Track titled The Jazz Piano.